Winter is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and with that brings the bad weather and tough driving conditions. The boys over at County Towing are ready to help. Whether you're having trouble getting your car started in the morning or you have the unfortunate experience of putting your vehicle in the ditch, these guys are here to help, day or night. Did you know that these hometown boys over at County Towing purchased Coxon's Towing a couple years ago, turning them into the largest operation in southern Ontario? There isn't anything County Towing can't do. The team over at County and Coxon Towing are the best in the biz. Trust me, I know. Just this year at the 2020 Provincial Tow Show, they took home three awards, including Recovery of the Year, for their work to recover a rolled-over tractor trailer loaded with steel coils hanging over an overpass on the expressway. You can you can even check out the boys at County Towing on the Discovery Channel hit TV series, Heavy Rescue 401. Look, there is no one else I would trust to get the job done. Service is their only business. If you need help, give County Towing a call at 519-738-2624. That number again is 519-738-2624. You won't be disappointed. And welcome, everybody. It's episode number 34 of Hat Trick Hockey, brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. Rob, this is the Austin Matthews edition of Hat Trick Hockey. How fucking hot is he right now? The fucking total butte, bro. What are you doing over there, Rob? Crushing blondes. How <laughs> a boy, hey. These things are awesome. I love them. Love them. Love them. We're both crushing blondes here for everybody. No, by the way, we you know might just have a shirt coming out with that coming up. A little little hint for the store. But uh, how's everything going, man? Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, not too much going on. You know what I mean with the whole bullshit and with the c word. Yeah. So I what, don't know. What did you think of your boy there Saturday night, Matthews? Just fucking lighting it up. That kid is a. Dud. There's nobody hotter right now in the league. Well, did you see? Uh, not, not to get off the topic for a second, but did you see Connor McDavid must have been watching that game because he went out and had a hell of a game after that. Yeah, and you know, like it's it's like Connor McDavid, Matthews, Marner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna I, see- seen, I seen a really cool meme. It was like uh, for um, Austin Matthews and uh, Mitch Marner. Um, Marner's got the the telescope, the binoculars out, and uh, Matthews has got the rifle, and he's like, "Yeah, top shelf bar down." Yeah, I seen that. That was sick. I seen that one actually. But uh, Connor, we're gonna actually shoot the shit about him in a little bit because he's just unreal. Before we get into the hockey talk, though, real quick, just to uh, remind everybody, we have. Our little merch deals going on in the store right now. Now, listen, those are probably only going to be up till the end of the month. So if you want to get the deal on the zip up hoodie for $40, the, uh, what am I looking for here? The hat and the cotton shirt are $25 and the cotton hoodie and the tube there are 35 bucks. So everybody take advantage of those deals while you can. Because like I said, at the end of the month, we're probably going to throw out some new deals. We've got a bunch of new shirts and stuff that we would like to release into the store too. So have in mind, these deals are only there till the end of the month. Support the cause, people. Yeah. That being said, should we get into the hockey, Rob, here or what? 
Yeah, let's go back to your Austin Matthews and how fucking hot he is. Austin Pablo Matthews, how sick is that stash he's got there? His stash is coming in thicker. Like he doesn't look like a a man child anymore. He says he does uh, something to it. I totally forget what he said, but he says he does something to it that makes it like look a little better. Rogaine? <laughs> it, I don't know. Maybe. I have no clue. I have no clue, man. I don't know about that stuff. As you can see, I'm a pretty hairy guy, so I don't really have to worry about that. Maybe he's using like the eyeliner or whatever, that mascara. <laughs> Coloring you know, it in. Coloring it in, make it thicker. Speaking of that, did you see that meme that I threw up a little like while ago? It had the guy and he had like his abs and his pecs and everything on. And then he had his like leg up and he had like the dong drawn on his leg. And he's like, if you, if you guys can draw on your, your fucking eyebrows, why can't I do this? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see it. No. It was a funny one, man. I'll have to yeah. send it to you. It's pretty good. But all right. Enough of that. Let's get into the hockey. Breaking news out of New York today. Their superstar, Antti Panarin, has uh, allegedly, we'll say, uh, there was a release in russia that in 2011 that there was reports that he beat the shit out of a 18 year old girl in russia so he's obviously claiming that that's not true um rob your thoughts on it well apparently there was some stuff that came out about uh it, it was a political thing um he had i don't know if he went against um the government <laughs> Shit, <sorry. laughs> two two eppies in a row a burp <laughs> Cross your mind. Right. pardon me <laughs> uh it was it's all the head on the, the the foam you know um but yeah there, there was a, it was a big deal about uh him him saying something about it was political that he had went again said something against the government Oh. And then all of a sudden, all this shit comes out, right? Oh, okay. So, who knows? I don't need no laser sight sniper rifles on me. So, yeah. I'm not going to say too much about this because, you know, Putin's <laughs> always listening. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, if that's true, though, like, that's going to fuck up his whole career, man. Like, that's like, that's not a good report, man. No, it's not. But... Man, like really, you, you you're gonna try and ruin this kid's career because he doesn't agree with something that the government's doing. Look, imagine how many people's lives would be over here. Oh fuck! You know, it's always something being said, and 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 like they're they're talking about like he was throwing bombs at this girl, like smashing her until she hit the ground. Oh really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever even seen him fight in the NHL. Of you, I've never seen. No. I don't think I've ever seen him drop his gloves. You never know; she might kick his ass. I don't think so. I imagine he's pretty strong. <laughs> he's just saying that because Russia is listening. <laughs> um, onto your Leafs here, real quick. So they've announced a few injuries coming out of the pipeline here today. First of all, Jake Muzzin will play, but he has a broken bone in his face. So he'll be wearing the shield. Um, also, oh yeah. So was he the one that shot the puck at what's his name at the end of the Chuck. game against the Flames? Yep. So, yeah. So they're obviously not going to be fighting because I think they're playing 
it's coming up, aren't they? Tonight. Yeah, they're playing tonight. So I don't think they're going to be this being Monday. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be dropping the gloves tonight. I'm sure they'll save that for a later date. Also, Thornton and Hyman are out day to day. They don't say what the injuries are, whether it's upper or lower, but uh, they just say that they're out day to day. So who knows? Hy- Hyman, it's his, it's got to be his foot because he came off and he he t- he blocked a slap shot on Saturday, and like I'm telling you, this guy is just a fucking stud. I love this guy. He is my favorite player on the Leafs right now. Mm-hmm. He he blocked the shot, went like hobbled to the bench. The whistle went. He went to the dressing room. He came right back. Never missed a shift. But he was wearing one of those uh, skate guard, yeah. uh, the, boot the boot guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And never missed a shift. Played the rest of the game. Dude, I got hit. My buddy who actually listened to the show. So shout out to Ryan Livesey. This guy shoots the puck so hard. And we were playing a high school game one time, I think. And he took a slap shot. And I tried to, like, I tried to get out of the way of it. But it hit me on, like, the inside of my foot. So, dude, honestly, I couldn't put any weight on it. And the pain was so bad, I thought I was going to throw up. So, like, I know what it's like to get hit in the foot. So, for him to come back from that, man, is, like, you are tough as nails to come back after getting a shot off your foot. Because it fucking hurts. Yeah. This guy, this guy is just a stud. I I love him. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely one of the uh, one of the top boys there this year for sure. Um, speaking of Zach, and here's the, here's the great thing about Zach Hyman. So he's playing on a number one line with with uh, Matthews and Marner, mm-hmm. and then they say, "Well, you know, Tavares needs some help, so I'm going to put you down there with uh, Nylander." And and remind me, there's another thing I got to bring up about Nylander. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they put him down on, on, on the second line with, and you know, like he's going to produce, he's your guy that goes in the corner and mm-hmm. I would put the house on him getting that puck. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just that guy. He's going in to get that puck. He's coming out with that puck. Yeah. And, uh, so he doesn't complain about leaving the, the first line goes down to the second line. No problem. Joe Thornton comes back and then they move, um, I think it was Boyd put him up onto the second line and put Hyman down on the third line. No complaints, no nothing, doesn't care. Just, I'm going to play. Just ready to go to war. Ready to go. Like, and that's the teammate you guys, everybody wants. Fuck yeah. You know, as a bitch, doesn't complain, just goes and does his job. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Those are definitely the guys that you, that, that you want on your team um real quick too okay and you had something on willie yeah so um the coach benched him in the third period and uh you know then 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 he came on to you know like when they do their uh whatever with the press when the game's over and he said flat out i didn't like his game Everybody was making changes. Everybody was doing this. Everybody was doing that. And Nylander wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I watched that game and I watched him like guys looking for him to cross over and, and with some speed and hit him on the fly. And he wasn't doing it. He was just kind of like cruising, you know, like, yeah, yeah, just another day at the office, you know, like, 
get rid of him. That's Trade a, him. That's an expensive. You could get a lot of shit for that guy. He, I don't think he wants to be in Toronto. Or maybe it's just his attitude. I don't know. He could score 30. You know, there, there's an A game and a B game with players. But, you know, your A game is right up here. Your B game is right here. Mm-hmm. With his A game and his B game, his B game is most guys' D game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the, 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 the drop-off is so uh, overwhelming that I, I, I've, I've never liked Nylander. There's <laughs> haters and there's lovers of this guy, and, and, but I've never liked him. I didn't like when he held out, and, and that ruined him for me. Mm-hmm. He goes to the the worlds and, and plays in that, and, and the guy's like just on fire. He comes back to Toronto. I don't know. Maybe like with all his fancy flash and everything, he needs to be in Florida or something where he's not uh, scrutinized. I don't know. What about LA? <laughs> yeah, anywhere, like anywhere warm, because he seems to be that kind of, you know. Just flip him for fucking Doughty. Flip him for Doughty. Done. (laughs) Like, you know, then you get someone else on D. I'll I'll take a first round pick for him and a second round pick. See ya. You're out. And cash. Yep. Because that's a lot of, that's a lot of dough to be lollygagging too. And and, and I have no time for you if that's what you're doing. Like you got Tavares busting balls and, and in a fucking too. terrible slump yeah. slugging and it this out. guy this guy can turn it on turn it off whatever the fuck he wants and he's just not doing it he's mm-hmm. not doing it for me and i don't know how many other leaf fans or how many fans outside of you know that that don't like the least that can see this i don't mm-hmm. know I, i'm sorry like you you gotta go Oh boy. And he I'm telling you, he's a he's a 30 to 40 goal scorer every year. Oh, I know. You're making bank and you're just gonna cruise up and down the ice and hope you don't get hurt. I I don't fucking know, but hopefully what the coach did and sitting him, like I'm telling you, I'd put him in the press box. This is where you but it's so much money that that you and talent that you got sitting up there, but you know what I mean? You put him with Torts, he'd cry his eyes out. Oh, Torts would chew him up and spit him yep. out. Are you kidding me? Like, he reminds me a lot of Lion Aid. Oh, yeah, right? Um, Yeah, so I so obviously Rob's pissed about the whole Neon situation. I am. So we'll move on from that. <laughs> um, Did you see the hit Saturday in the Battle of Alberta game? Sam Bennett. Threw a high hit yes. on Slater Cuckoo is how you say his name, I believe. Yeah, he threw a high hit. He broke his collarbone, so he's out. He's out for the year. Um, so he ended up in a fight with somebody after he. So he he answered yeah, the, the, the so, uh, sentiment. Uh, what the hell's his name? I forget uh, his name too. But he he he's a scrapper. It was a good fight. Yep. Um, so do you think that that will kind of throw a little more fuel on the fire of that we call the battle of Alberta. I'm sure it will, but I didn't think the hit was illegal. I just thought it was kind of from the side. They were both going for the puck. Yeah. But he kind of, they were both going for the puck and it wasn't like he braced himself 
to hit him. They were he was leaning in, and it wasn't a it wasn't a a, a shot to the head. It was almost shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. and it spun him like a top. Now whether he broke his collarbone when 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 he got the hit or whether he broke his collarbone when he landed i think i don't know i think it was the landing because the guys that were on the bench and the guy that was sitting in in the middle there that like calls the game or whatever it happened right in front of him and he said that he hit the ice hard so he did you could see like a top yeah so i'm going to assume that it's going to be on the fall rather than the hit but I thought the hit was clean. I really did. There was yeah, no was, suspension, no nothing. I, I, I didn't, I didn't agree with the penalty. Yeah. It's, it was a hockey play. They were both going for the puck. I'm looking for some scraps the next time they fucking play, though, for sure. Moving on. Well, Calgary's got to figure something out because they are going to get mopped by mm-hmm. Edmonton every game if they play like they did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so. Where was where was Lucic? Like, why isn't he cracking skulls? Like, I don't, you know, know. like you run up the score seven and they're they're Bennett's the only fight. No wonder he fucking wants out of Calgary. <laughs> Good for you. It's all going on there. Um, so one of the game's uh best stars, one of the faces of the NHL, Sidney Crosby the other night played his one thousandth game, and honestly, like as much as everybody loves to hate him, he's one of the best players of our like generation here. He's probably one of the best that all see. Um, just congrats, Sid. Like, what else can yeah. I say? What a hell of a career. He's won multiple cups. He's won every fucking award imaginable. Gold medals, world juniors. He's done it all. Definitely going to be first fucking ballot. No questions asked. He's going to be one of those ones that he gets every single vote. He's going to get 100%. Of, of votes and uh yeah that's about it you had something on on him right Sid yeah I got a couple things um but you know like I, I I don't think as many people hate him as you think I think a lot of the dislike comes from the NHL cramming him down your throat Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, oh, Sid, Sid, Sid. Like when he was coming up, they did it so many times. Like they're doing it to uh, Connor McDavid now, you yeah. know, like I don't understand why you have to, like this, this guy is going to have enough highlight reels that, you know, like, I mean, both of them are going to have a, enough highlight reels that the NHL doesn't have to force this down your throat. Mm-hmm. Just let people see what they do. You don't have to – every commercial about the NHL doesn't have to be Sidney Crosby or Dreisaitl or, or Connor McDavid. There's so many good players in the NHL. Group them all together. Mm-hmm. And then people say, who's that? You know, then look them up, and you can see who it is, you know. But yeah. with with uh, active active players right now, Sidney Crosby has uh, 1,278 points. Uh, Ovechkin, 1,118 points. Joe Thornton, 1,004. Ryan Getzloff, it kind of drops off here with uh, 934. Jason Spezza, 894 points. That's a pretty damn good career. Yeah. You know, Um, all the way to Patrice Bergeron with 780. There's a Phil Kessel in there, Eric Stahl. 
Corey Perry, 780 points. Like th- those are impressive numbers by these guys that are still playing. Mm-hmm. Now they're, they're on the uh, back end of their careers. Right. But well, still all in all quite impressive. Yeah. Well, he is too. Sid's on the back nine. For sure. He's For like, sure. What, what is he? 33. I think he's 33. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. You know, he got probably what another maybe three to four years like at this pace. Maybe. Who knows? All depends on what he wants to do. Oh yeah, I think he'll play until he can't be relevant in games anymore. Let me ask you this: Do you think he will retire as a Penguin? I do. He is the first Penguin, first Penguin ever to play a thousand games for the Penguins. What about Mario? Nine. Oh, what a, I can't even remember. Nine, nine something. Oh, he didn't get a thousand? No, not what? Oh, no, shit, eh? no. He nope. was like super close, wasn't he? He was. It, it's 900 and something. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think yeah. he will end there. They're not going to let him go. They're well, not. I got it right here. Uh, 915 games he had. Yeah. See, so I don't, think, I don't think Crosby's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. If he was oh. dealt anywhere, I think he'll be in. Montreal if he gets dealt anywhere you think go to Montreal I think he would go to Colorado I just well maybe to like play with Nate but I think that he'll go to Montreal because he enjoyed playing in Quebec right when he played Quebec major junior there so was it the Ramouskis or something yeah that's who we played for yeah so I think that if he goes anywhere he'll be in Montreal personally but I don't think he's going to leave Pittsburgh. No fucking way. Not a chance. He ain't going to fucking go to the Habs. Fuck the Habs. <laughs> I just think if he does, that's, that's where he goes. Um, so moving on from Sid, the Red Wings waived Franz Nielsen. It's a very expensive fourth-line guy. He's got a cap hit of $5.3 million. So we'll keep an eye on that. But you know what? At this point, like fucking five wins, I'll like it's going to be another one of those years where it's going to be fucking just absolutely brutal, which we kind of expected. We're not expecting to, you know, make a run for the cup right now. Um, I say, like, bring somebody else up, let them play. You know what I mean? Bring up, could have kept our boy. Yeah, could have kept our boy Pumple here to play, man. Like him, but they got that. I'll, I'll uh, pump it up. Yeah, they got that. Giovanni Smith there too. He's up hitting fighting everybody. He's up and down too. He's on their taxi squad. So he's there. So he's been up and down. But I mean, guys like that, guys that are going to come up and fucking give it their all, give those guys the shot at it. You know what I mean? So we'll and why not hey, hey, why not bring back, you know, like let let's say so next year, they're still not going to be good. No. Okay. Let's 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 call it spade a spade. Mm-hmm. They're still not going to be good. So why not get a bunch of scrappers and make your games interesting? Make especially you know the Motor City, you know Blue Collar. You're going to sell out that arena. Yeah. If you start bringing you know like your 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 Proberts and 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 coasters back, you know like that's what I would do. I would. I'm going to flop anyways. So I'm going to get as many draft. I'm cleaning house house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And bring these guys up from your Adirondack team that are still going to, I'm just going to put a scrapping team out there. Yeah. 
you know, and, and I, I'm going to have six guys left on the bench by the end of the game. Every, every night. Yeah. Every night. Yeah, why not? Fucking right. I agree, man. Oh, uh, you know, the coach is going to get in some trouble for that, but whatever. Whatever. Eisman likes you. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, nothing he can't afford anyways. <laughs> um, did you catch the games in Lake Tahoe? Did you watch any of them? Oh, but before we go to that, should we bring up uh, Eisman like being on Detroit and all? Yeah, yeah sure. Go ahead. Bring up- yeah. Okay, so Eiserman's talking about the the draft and saying, you know, how how much, how important it is because he knows where he's going to finish. He knows what he's got, Mm -hmm. right? So he's talking about, you know, I I want to, uh, what, what does it say? I would hope to push it back this is we're talking about the draft i would hope to push the draft back and watch these kids and at least give these kids a chance to play out and put their best foot forward leading up to the draft you know because like look where we are again let's this is going to be the freaking year that detroit gets the first round draft pick and nobody's going to know who anybody is oh yeah like the first overall pick well, who do you pick yeah who do you pick? Yeah, you don't really Nobody's have... out there playing. Yeah. You know, you're going to have kids with 12 games. So... Your first overall pick. You know what I mean? Here we are. Detroit yeah. getting the shit end of the stick again. Oh, yeah, fuck. Whatever. And as much Detroit, as I love it... Detroit versus everybody. As much as I love it, it ain't right. No. Detroit versus everybody, buddy. But like I said, you know, it's good. I I, I think they're they're going to finish last the next two years. Uh, probably. I wouldn't wouldn't shock me. It'll be a battle with them in Ottawa. Yeah, and the Wings will. I think Ottawa's got the edge on them right now. So by what two games because they beat the Leafs twice last year? They had them by like almost thirty points. I know it's ridiculous. They, it's ridiculous. That, that was that was the biggest shit story that. That could have went through. And I don't care. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. The wings got fucked in the draft. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I agree. I agree. Uh, so moving on from that, because otherwise it'll just be five minutes of me swearing constantly. <laughs> so. And, when, and that's different from any of our other podcasts? Fuck no. <laughs> um, so did you watch any of those games? The, the ones Tahoe Lake, ones? Yeah, Lake Tahoe. I stayed up late and caught the because the ice got really shitty. Yeah, during the first game. I stayed up. I stayed up late to catch the end of the second, third period. Yeah. So how it went? Uh, Colorado lost Vegas on Saturday. They played the first period. Colorado was up one nothing at the end of the first period. However, the ice was out, or not the ice was out. Sorry, the sun was out and it was fucking up the ice. So I don't know if you've seen the uh, clip there, but the, one of the refs was just skating and just face plant because the ice was so soft there. And he then if you, look, if you look in the background, a player went down at the same time. Yeah, so, the defenseman. I yeah, saw it. So, I was laughing. So they deemed that the ice wasn't safe, obviously. Um, so by the time they resumed, they resumed at midnight. So the game started at 3. They played the first period. The game resumed at midnight. And when the next goal was scored, there was nine hours in between goals in the same game because of it. Um, So what they did too is so Colorado ended up winning that game 3-2. I believe McKinnon had a goal and an assist in that game. 
And uh, so the next night, so the next, well, it was supposed to be the next afternoon. Now, Philadelphia was playing Boston there. It was supposed to be at three o'clock. So what they did is they pushed it back to seven o'clock. So that way they wouldn't be like messing around with the sun and the ice would be better because it'd be colder and harder and everything. So it worked out and Philly laid a shit or sorry, not Philly, Boston laid a shit kicking on them led by who none other than David Pasternak who had the hat trick. Um, real quick too. Did you see the fan in the Red Wings Jersey, the Red Wing, the 19 Jersey? He was on a Sea-Doo and he was wearing an Iserman jersey. Oh, and yeah, yeah. see on a Sea-Doo, but when he turned around and drove away, the name on the back, the name on the back was Stoner. So I was fucking, I'd laugh and I got a good laugh at that one. But did, yeah. did you see uh, how they tailgate there? No. All the kayaks were getting together. And- oh, yeah, I seen that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right on that the water awesome. there. And you know awesome. what? For a place that where they were so worried about like uh, COVID and stuff like that and being playing out there, did you see that one boat that had like a zillion people on it? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, there was like there was a boat. I didn't see like... the beginning of that game. I didn't oh, okay. see the beginning of that game. Oh, it was so. like a it, it was like a fucking party going on on a boat. I'm like, oh, that can't be good. And I'm showing that. Like, <laughs> did you see uh, the Bruins when they got to uh, Lake Tahoe? How they showed up. Oh, and all the gear. I did see a photo of them coming in. Yeah, I, I watched the video. They're all wearing like 80s shit, like yeah. all the pastel colors, yeah, all the, the bright freaking. It was so funny. All the tracksuits. Someone was wearing yeah, a pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all wearing like goggles. Like oh, the, yeah. like, uh, th- what were the uh, old ones back in the days? Like they had, they almost looked like ski goggles, like, uh, I can't remember the name of them. I'll think of it before Aviators? the end of this. What's that? Aviators? No, there was. There's a certain name of the glasses. Are you talking the ones that are like really big and they're like down? Like I forget. They come, the they, they, they come around your face like this and down to your cheek and then come like right up, almost like like ski goggles. Yeah, I, I forget. Not the name ski goggles, but they, they, there's there's a certain name to them that these guys these guys had on, and I was laughing because I bought a pair when I was an idiot and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I was cool, and you know, they're a hundred dollar pair of glasses in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'll fucking, I'll put a whole check on this one. I didn't have a very good job. Yeah, you can laugh it up, <laughs> but you know, you get out of the car and you take off your glasses and you throw them on the seat, and you get back in the car and you crush them. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's not good. Yeah, had them for like three days. That sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. Um, Nico Heischer is was named the uh, captain of the New Jersey Devils. He's just 22 years old, which makes him the youngest captain in the NHL right now. The who guess who the youngest captain used to be before him in in New Jersey? No, or ever in in the league right now. The youngest Sydney. No. That would be Connor McDavid, who is 24. So this kid is 22. So he is now the youngest captain in the league right now. That's playing right now. So congrats to him. Young kid, good, great talent. He's obviously going to be there for years. They're obviously going to lock him in long term. So 
Congrats to him. Best of luck. Mike Babcock. She's now coaching. He was hired to be the next coach of the University of Saskatchewan's hockey team. He's the coach there. Here's the thing. It's a volunteer spot. It doesn't pay. He's got enough money as it is. Um, So obviously he's just going home. Mike is from there. Um, What's your, like, how do you feel on that, Rob? What do you think? I, I, I really don't know what to say about it because uh, I, I have uh, mixed thoughts on that guy. Now, you know, like for a guy that was like we said, I said before on this podcast, you know, um, he, he was on that mental, uh, what is that? That bell, bell, let's talk thing, you know, like mm-hmm. saying, if you have mental issues, if you have, how many mental issues did this guy create oh, for, for people that, that played for him? And, and he was like kind of the spokesman. I, I, I watched him on it and I was like, holy cow, like this guy is so great. And then you hear about the, the what is it, the Franzen thing and, and, yep. and, and shit. He said to guys like, yeah, get a good look at this, uh, you know, arena because you're never going to see the inside of it again. Mm-hmm. You know, like who, who says that? You're the coach. You're supposed to be a motivator. You get up in front of people and you say these great elaborate speeches. And then the next thing you know, you're shitting on guys. Yeah. And they're your own guys. I don't get that. How do you motivate somebody by making them feel like a piece of shit? I'm sorry. I can't believe that he's involved in university hockey. At first he was at NBC, wasn't he? Yep. So I wonder what made him uh because he got a coaching job. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, well yeah. So you can't you can't bully those Americans. But at least NBC you're getting paid. He don't care about the money. No, He's made so much bank, bro. Oh, I know. He don't care. He's got he don't care. anyways. Enough with that asshole. Um remember that kid with we were shooting the shit about a little back or around the like holidays when we were watching the world uh Juniors there, Trevor Zegras is making his NHL debut tonight. He was the, I think he was the captain of Team USA. I want to say, and he was out, he was flying. He was, uh, you couldn't miss him at the World Freaking Juniors. He was on fire, led his yep. team in scoring at the tournament and everything. So he's making his NHL debut tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. He was also, before getting his call up, he was leading the AHL in scoring. Nice. So now he's going to get his first shot at the NHL tonight. So good luck to him. I like seeing those young, those young guys come up and get a shot at playing with the big boys. Yeah. And he played very well, very well. Winning, winning the gold too, right? Yeah. yeah he was awesome. Uh, before we flip over to our interview here, which we got a great one on tap here for you guys. Connor McDavid is a fucking human highlight reel. This guy on Saturday goes three and two. So he gets three goals, two assists on Saturday versus the Flames. Uncle Leo, too, that sick bastard. He went two and two. So he had two goals, two assists. Those two together on the ice are like a cheat code. <laughs> like, there's, it's it's not even fair. What do you got on those two? Like, what do you think? Connor McDavid, like, he, he's just next level. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Who do you think is a better tandem? Marner and Matthews or McDavid and uh, Dreisaitl? Oh, you're going to do this to me? 
Yeah, you do it to me all the time. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to just choose off the top of my head by how they're playing based on right now, or are we talking their whole careers? Who would you take right now? Uh, I'd probably go Matthews and Marner right now just because they're just it's insane Come combine those two are averaging five six points a night so where like Uncle Leo and uh, Connor there they're doing well they're doing very well they're lighting it up but just not quite lighting it up like Marner and Matthews right now so will it change will they flip flop who knows? But as of right now, I would definitely choose Marner and Matthews. You? Same. All the right reasons, too. <laughs> oh, they're my least. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and, like, would I – I would like nothing more than Matthews to be a Canadian. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, he, the, this kid's a stud. And you can see that those two have worked out together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can you – know, when you watch both hands on the sticks and you kids out there, both hands on the stick. Yeah. You know, I remember, I remember coaching with my mom one year and this dad came up to me and he's like, listen, he goes, my kid's got one hand on the stick all the time. And when a puck comes to him, you know, he tries to stop it with one hand. I said, I can fix that. No problem. I sent him out there with no stick. <laughs> His dad, I'm looking at his dad and his dad's in the background just doing this, eh? <laughs> uh, it was two hands on the stick the rest of the year. Yeah, that's so, all it takes. It's you know what takes. I mean? Like, hey, I, and I went over to him and I said, hey, why don't you put two hands on your stick? Well, I can't skate fast enough with two with one hand on my stick. Well, think about how fast you can skate with no hands on no sticks. Yeah. So... Um. Before we go over to the interview, too, speaking of we've talked about Sid and we've talked about McDavid. Next, I believe it's next year we have the Winter Olympics, right? I think I, don't know. I think it's next year. That will okay. be the, that will be the only time that we're gonna get to see those two play on the same team. Two, by the way. So uh, who and who? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part. McDavid and. Crosby, this is going to be the only time that we're going to see those two play on the same team for Team Canada. It's last time they didn't go, right? So, or one of them was hurt. I think Crosby, no, McDavid was hurt last time they went. That was when he did his leg. Oh, yeah. Right? So, he wasn't. So, now is going to be the first time that we're going to get to see those two play together. So, I can't fucking wait for that. So Can I bring up something just before we go to the interview? Shoot it. I watched the Coco story mm-hmm. of Grant Fuhrer. Yeah. And if you guys get the chance to watch this, it's on Amazon Prime. I have watch that. it. What's it is it the most impressive Coco, the Grant Fuhrer story. Okay. It is unbelievable. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'd watch it again. In a heartbeat. I'll watch that tonight. I will definitely watch that. Anyways, uh, what do you think? Should we flip it over to the interview? Yep. Hey, Amherstburg. Hi, guys. It's been a while. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> so we got one of your hometown boys on here with us. We got Timmy Sinisak, former Windsor Spitfire, on here with us. Kicked a lot of ass while he played here in Windsor. So uh, we'll flip it over to him. So Amherstburg, here you go, guys. 
Mr. Timmy Sensat. Roll it. Well, Amherstburg, we got one of your hometown boys here with us. We've played OHL, Quebec Major Junior, little United League as well. Timmy Sinisak, what's up, buddy? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's been Welcome, going good. Tim. Welcome. So, what's going on with like what have you been doing with all this COVID crap going on? I know everything's kind of locked down, kind of. But actually, wait, you're not here. Where are you at right now? No, uh, I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. I've been living here for about 20 years now. Uh, after I played, I just decided to stay and been here ever since. Yeah, Tennessee's a little different than you guys. We're not really locked down. We still got hockey going on for the kids. You can still go to restaurants with a limited seat capacity. You know, we got a little life. Oh, so. Yeah, we're just kind of starting Must to get Must be nice. <laughs> That too. So, you, did you grow up playing hockey in Amherstburg? Oh yeah, I uh, started in house league and then went to travel. Played travel all the way to Bantam. Played junior C in Amherstburg. Played junior B in uh, the Western Junior B League and went on to the OHL. Oh wow, you've been everywhere, eh? Yeah. Tim, who who was your coach in uh, junior C? So I played two seasons. I played about 15 games when I was about second year Bantam. Well, it would have been first year Bantam. I moved up, played up one year. And it was Paul Fobert at the time. And then the second year, that's when they switched to the Admirals. For It was like their last season. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, uh, I can't remember his last name, but we called him Sudsy. So he was an ex-player. Um, oh, okay. A lot, a lot of Amherstburg guys played that year. A lot of guys I was familiar with. Um, you know, I was 15, living the dream, right? So Right. Who who, who from Amherstburg were you playing with uh, on the Admirals? Uh, a lot of older guys. Um, I don't know if you know Nick Rosati. He was on the team. I know the um, name, yeah. Yeah, so me and Nick played all minor hockey together. He was a year older. And then um, then a lot of the midget guys, two-year-old guys, so it would have been like um, actually, you know, Dean Mayran, Chad's brother. I'm real good friends with Chad, so Dean was on that team. Uh, we had a couple other guys I can't really remember. There was about five of us that played. Nice. Um we weren't we were okay we made the playoffs right so it was fun i had a, I had time in my life playing junior as a 15 year old with a bunch of 20 year olds you know was it the vikings when you first came onto the team yeah it was still the vikings yeah it was kind of a whim i was 14 years old and my dad's like hey let's go try out just for the experience and i was like yeah. okay so we went and tried out and you know little i know the guys like Hey, do you want to come to practice and maybe get in a couple of games? I'm like, sure, okay. You know, oh. <laughs> sounds good. I guess I did good, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I but, uh, I, I tried out when Guy Gatrell was there. Okay. My dad told me I, if I, I if I tried out, he'd buy me new shin pads. So I tried <laughs> out. I got new shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> 
the things you'll do. <laughs> um, so how old uh, like were you when you got in your first fight? Like your first real fight, like gloves off, lids off. Let's go. Minor hockey. Yeah. How old, <laughs> how old were you though? So like a band. I don't know. Probably Bantams. Yeah. Probably Bantams. Probably like 14, 15-ish. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was, is, you know, back in those days, they let you go a little bit, right? So, you know, we were trying to teach ourselves how to tear the helmet off and try to go, you know, and they wouldn't break it up right away. Yeah. Well, they Um, wanted to see a good fight too, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, when I was, like, peewees and stuff and going to midget games Friday nights and just watching the fights, you know? And that's just minor hockey, and that's the way it was, you know. And I say that's probably when. I didn't do it much. Um, I didn't really start fighting until junior C when I was that young. Um, but those guys would take care of me too, right? So. I was going to say, when I, when I was watching you in the freaking O, man, it was like anybody wanted to go you. It was like, okay, all right, let's go. Like it's, it was, wasn't a problem, like – I used to love it too because you would fight, the lid would fly off, and you had that big hair, the big puffy fucking curly hair would be flopping around everywhere. I'm like, this guy, I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, man, I used to always ah, scream my head off every time he fought. But yeah, man, it was great watching you. It was like, there was like, yeah, there was you, Kugel. There was like a bunch of you guys there. At one point, there was a bunch of you there. And that's when Windsor hockey was very interesting. I loved it. Yeah, so it like rate it. So when I was a kid, I would always watch like early '90s, you know, Spitz Thursday night. We'd all go, family, me and my dad, stuff. We'd go and watch, and I was there like religiously. You know, that was my team, still my team. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, it'd be awesome if I could play, right? And you know, seeing like Jovo and freaking Smitty and all those guys. And then, you know, I didn't get drafted, but I got a letter the next day from the Spitz wanting to try out. And that was like icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. This might be my time, you know? Mm-hmm. And little I know, I made the freaking team. So, <laughs> you know. Now, can, can you take us through, like, what, what that tryout was like? Yeah, the camp. So the, the funny part is, I didn't even go there first. (laughs) So I went to a bunch of prospect stuff and I met, like I met a guy and I was doing very well. And this guy's like, who's this guy running around hitting everybody? You know, who is this kid? And Lily, you know, he's talking to my dad. My dad's like, that's my son. So I go meet him after the game. He's a scout from Montreal. And little I know, Moose DuPont's right next to him, who's kind of his advisor, whoever he works with. And he goes, hey, how's it going? And we shot the shit and stuff. And they got me a tryout in the Hall Olympics in the queue. So in the queue, the way it works is they're a month before. So I I was like, sure, went there. I tried out in the rookie camp, made it past, went all the way to the end and – one in the room and their coach was Claude Julian at the time. And he goes, you know, do you want to go play junior A in Ottawa? 
And I was like, sure, but, you know, I got to try it with the Windsor Spitfires. Can I go do that first? And he's like, sure, you know, that's where I played. Sure, yeah, you go there, and then if you don't make it, my offer stands. I was like, sweet. So I go there, show up at the Spitz camp, black and blue, you know, because I I fought a bunch of times, and I've been playing hockey for three weeks now, you know, trying to make this club. And I get there, and – Kippy and all them are looking at me like, what the fuck happened to you, buddy? Like, where you been? You know, I was like, you roll a car over? I'm trying to make these teams. So I was over here. <laughs> Funny thing is I didn't even fight in the scrimmages that much because no. the guys are like, got a black eye and bumps on my forehead, you know, <laughs> and then no, I didn't really fight until the uh, exhibition games. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, so, then you weren't fighting yeah. your own teammates, right? Well, yeah, it makes it a little better when you're not. Um, so how old were you when you first came on? Sorry, to... my headpiece fell out. Oh, you're all good. So how old were you when you first came on and played with, like, Windsor? Like, how old were okay, you? Okay, I can't hear you guys. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me now? <laughs> you good now or no? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> sort of speaker. So, uh, Tim, what, what, what made you fall in love with uh, hockey? Uh, just playing it as a kid, you know. It was a sport I loved to play. You know, I played baseball too, but, you know, I just loved playing it. And at a young age, I just fell in love with it, you know. Yeah. I was kind of a rink rat when I'm a kid. I'm still a rink rat. I'm at the rink five days a week now. You know, I coach a U16 team. I coach my kid who's a mite, um, you know, and I play hockey. So, you know, I just love the game. Still playing beer league? Oh, yeah. Still playing beer league. Still, you know, live, you know, I just love it. I, I think I love the most now is the camaraderie more than anything going to the yeah. ramp, hanging out with the boys more before, after the game's kind of just the sweat in between, you yeah. know? Yep. Yeah. That's, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but. Oh boy. Um, no, no. What? So, so when you joined Windsor, what was your rookie party like? <laughs> it was okay. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it wasn't the party was like it was at a restaurant and we did some stuff and that was it. We didn't really have a party, I would say. My second year, we had a party. And I'm not gonna say names. One kid had to get picked up by the cops. We'll just gonna <laughs> say this. Yeah. So boys got a little out of hand. Well, we're at a the whole story is we're at a party. Rides tells it better than me. And, you know, one of the rookies got super, like, super fucked up, and he jumped out of a two-story window, and he ended up in a house down the street laying on their couch. <laughs> so the parents called the cops on him, you know, <laughs> picked him up, right? Not Spitfire so, fans, eh, I guess? <laughs> I guess not. 
<laughs> it, you know, I didn't get into details because I don't really tell a story that well, but if you ever have rides on it, he tells it way better than anybody. What about yeah, we got uh, his number. Yeah, we do actually. What about uh your first OHL goal? Was it nice? Was on was it a shitty one? Like it was off my ass. Was <laughs> shot from the point. <laughs> Tip in front off my ass. <laughs> off your ass and in. Yeah. <laughs> and the boy and the boys would still rag me about it. Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing is, is my second year I scored an OT winner. So yeah. nice. Nice. That's right? all you needed. Now, now now we we I have a question that I ask everybody that comes on here. And uh, being that we're talking about your first goal. So you know how they got the walk-up music for baseball. Yep. What would have been your goal scoring song? I don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't score many, so I wouldn't it wouldn't matter, right? Well we had we had Kugel on yesterday or the day before and I asked him the same question and I'm like, you only would have heard it once, so what would it have been? <laughs> he's, he's like, holy fuck. <laughs> right. Kind of the same boat. Yeah. Great guy. Didn't score though, great many. Guy. So speaking of him, were you on the ice for his uh, incident there? Oh yeah. So what? So how did like you see it through like your eyes? Like how did everything go down? So I missed half of it because I was fighting somebody in the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and was then, you in the corner. I fought twice in that two different guys in that spot. Oh, okay. So on the boards, I was fighting a defenseman because when it happened, I was it was on the. On the left side, I was on the left side, and it happened on the right. I saw the the tomahawk swing from Avery, and then I grabbed whoever was next to me. And there was like probably four fights going on in the background that you guys don't see, didn't see in the video. Mm-hmm. And then after all that was said and done, at the last clip of the video, the fight at center ice, that's me and Avery. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you tune him? I can't remember. I've been hit in the head a couple times, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say I showed up in every one, right? Oh, so. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, also, uh, Kugel said too. He's like, if Timmy gets cross checked, he said he will automatically fight if you cross check him. He said it doesn't matter any situation. So he said there you guys. We're playing a game, he said, in North Bay. Okay. He said a guy cross-checked you from behind, I believe, he said. Yep. And uh, he said, like, he said uh, something along the lines of the whole bench was yelling, like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And then he's like, next thing you know, he's like, it was like slow motion. He's like, Tim's gloves are flying in the air. He's like, here we go. All hell breaks loose, but he's like, then he got the extra two. And all that. Deal. Oh yeah, I got yelled at a couple times over <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah, they they were um, like, he just wires cross like that. That that was it. He was it depends what it was, you know. Like, I didn't like dirty stuff. I didn't like the check from behind stuff like that. So if somebody did do that to me, you know, I didn't really care. I just we're going. Yeah, that's fine. You know? Yeah, like so. I remember my first prep after. You know, so after training camp with the spits, I didn't make it outright. I was in the GM's office and the guy's like, 
I'm going to send you to Leamington. And I was like, well, technically I played junior B in Sarnia. So if you're going to send me anywhere, I think I have to go there because they have my rights. And then he's like, do you want to sit here for two weeks and just practice with us? And I was like, I guess I can, you know, mm-hmm. it's better practicing with the spits every day, yeah. you know, than just once a week or twice a week playing junior B. So I did my first practice. Remember a guy named Drew Felder, tough D man, played spits two, three years. Mm -hmm. Cross checked me back of the head, first practice on a drill. Me and him went toe to toe in practice. (laughs) You know, and guys would be like, what the hell is this kid doing? Well, I must have did that at least three or four times before everybody just left me alone. Yeah. You know, they'll give me some room, eh? (laughs) Well, you know, that's the way it was. You got to earn right. your respect, right? So, well, that that's when hockey was hockey. I feel you know, like the stuff you see going on nowadays. You know, like Marshawn licking people, and you know yeah. what I mean. Could you imagine if somebody licked your face when you were playing in an OHL game? You're gonna take the gonna... seat then. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have cross-checked me. <laughs> yeah, like that's so gross, man. I'd be fuck. I'd oh yeah. You get a shot right in the lips if someone licked my. Well, face. what 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 would be worse, spitting in your face or licking my face? You know what I mean, like same thing, same thing. Just fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah, hey. I, my you know, coach coaches gave me a little bit of talking to after a couple couple times like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can't go beating up all our regulars. <laughs> So you remind me a lot of uh, Denny Purdy, the, the the style of hockey you played. You know, like don't take no shit. You, do you do you know Denny? Yeah, I know Denny. Yeah. I, uh, funny thing is, is me and Denny had the same minor league coach, minor hockey coach, same one. Started oh, yeah. for the last like the first two years. Um, and funny funny thing is is he would always talk about Denny, right? Yeah. And this is when Denny just made the OHL. And I probably still have it in a box somewhere, but he gave us all photos signed by Denny. This is an Amherstburg kid, you know? And it was like, oh, shit, this kid's from Amherstburg. I'm from Amherstburg, you know? So, You know, when I made the OHL, I was technically the only second kid, second kid from Amherstburg to make the OHL, right? So awesome. it was like, you know, you're like, oh shit, oh sorry, third because you guys all know Paz, right? Yeah, Eric Paz. He yeah. played, he played a couple of games in the OHL too. Yeah, but um, you know, but you know, I was like, it was, it was. Denny, I watched Denny. I'm trying yeah. to mimic him a little bit because I watched a lot of OHL when I was a kid. Um, but he had a scoring touch I didn't, I couldn't master. <laughs> but I also played defense until I was junior B and then made the switch because, you know, I'm 5'9". <laughs> yeah. Hey, is there, uh, is there any guy that you wish that you could have fought that you never got to? I fought a lot of guys. So that's what I mean. That's why I was thinking, is there anybody that maybe you didn't get to that you wanted to? So the 
the good thing about having a Jeff Kugel or um, I'll put Bernie in there, Andy Burnham, those guys fought the super heavies, you know, the heavy guys. I never had to do it, mm-hmm. right? I always, always fighting the middle, middle weight. You know, I did fight some big guys, you know, but I didn't do that until later, you know, when I was 19, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. When I went to the queue, I really had to step up my game. I was 19 years old and all the heavyweights there are six, four plus, oh my you know, God. Um, they had a couple small guys like me, but there were some big boys and, you know, it was, it's what I had to do to stay on the team. And I just had to do it. You know, I was living the dream. I was loving every minute of it, going to the rink, you know, and whatever I had to do, be mm-hmm. a good teammate, compete, you know, stick up for my, my fellow teammates. That's what I did. Um, but, you know, if I had to, I don't know. I can't think <laughs> of the top of my head, but if I had a list of everyone I fought, you know, I think the biggest name I probably fought was uh, uh, Big Earn, man. Um, oh, Brian McGratton? Yep. I fought him when I was 19 wow. years old, and he was 17 twice, and I lived to talk about it. He's a big uh, dude, too, isn't he? Like oh, six, yeah. six, four He's six, five. six, five. Jeez. Yeah. How did that, How did that go down? I got in nice and tight. We'll just say. No, I mean, like, how did the, how did the fight end up starting? Like, just a scrum or whatever, and it just happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, in the queue, I fought some big dudes too. Um, rest in peace, my buddy Trevor Edinger. He played in Columbus for a little bit. Um, those are some big big kids, you know. Um, and you know, I held my own. That's all I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, you definitely uh, not. Definitely, yeah, not sure. Um, so that did did you get traded from Windsor to Sarnia? I was just gonna ask. No, no I did not. <laughs> no. So it was funny. So after my second year, Perp was the coach, and um, we're doing our exit meetings and stuff. And you know, I love Perp. Perp's probably one of the best coaches I've ever had, and he's like next year with the new group coming in with you know Tom Webster and stuff he's like you're gonna have to show us something different you know so I go home work out do everything and you know skating a lot doing stuff to prepare myself and I get to training camp I had a great training camp you know but that's the draft they had Otter Kennedy Gleason, you know, it was a big rebuild year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so at the end of the tryout, you know, one in the office, they're like, man, you did what we told you to, but I can't give, I got, ah, I got these guys. I got to give those guys minutes, not a 19 year old. Right. So they put me on waivers and the next day, Sarnia picked me up Mm -hmm. and I was there for about a month 
you know. Uh, Hunter was a great coach, too, you know, Mark Hunter. Um, he taught me some great stuff. And I was there a month. I wasn't getting much playing time. You know, they were young, too. And he's like, I wish I would have had you when you were 16. You know, but it is what it is. And then I was lucky enough. I I got a, sc a scout from a scout from the Cape called me. And he's like, hey, why don't you come? And I was like, okay, went on and made that team and spent the next two years in the queue. And the funny awesome. part is, the fu too, right? yeah, the funny part is in the Cape, I was only there from a month. And right before the trade deadline, I got traded to Bathurst for a six round pick. And I was like, how's this happen? <laughs> a kid from Mansburg who doesn't even get drafted to the OHL, you know, walk on, get traded for a six round pick. But, yeah, fucking bullshit. How did you uh, did did you ever get any uh, any any uh, looks at from like the NHL or anything like that? Zero. Zero, eh? Yeah. So my last year in the queue is funny. I was I was in Bathurst. Well, I was in Bathurst for training camp, and then I left, and I went to Toledo in the East Coast and tried out, and almost made that team. And uh, you know. Then Bathurst called me back and said, hey, come back. And I was like, okay. I was 20 years old, you know. I was like, sure. So I went back and played until Christmas time. And then right at Christmas time, I went to Ramuski. And then as soon as I was there, I was getting calls from the U UHL and stuff. And they're like, hey, when we have our amateur draft, we're going to take you. Well, I broke my wrist. Oh, so I couldn't go. And then the whole summer, Knoxville at the time, they're the speed in the UHL. Their coach called was calling me all summer wanting to sign me. Hmm. And he did because I guess he heard I had a great tryout in Toledo and the rest was history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then came here playing pro was a different. I think I was made for the pro game. Because it was a grind mm -hmm. and it was fun. And, you know, the funny thing is, is when I got here and I, you go in this room, right? All the players are in there and everybody says, oh, where are you from? Your stats and this. So I, I go through this whole spiel and I'm like, this could be good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> right first exhibition game the toughest the guy they just signed to be their super heavyweight comes up and he's like we're going i'm like now it's the first shift yeah <laughs> well you're well so rested I, yeah i was like okay so it, i held my own and then i look up at the top and the coach is up there and he's just grinning ear to ear you know so i did what i needed to do and then i got a spot yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, nice. that's our guy <laughs> right there. <laughs> you gotta yeah. have some middleweights that'll take on heavyweights. Hey, you've played everywhere, so I want to know what's the best chirp you ever heard, or it could be something that made you laugh, something that just 
I probably can't remember them because there's been a lot <laughs> going both ways. Yeah, there's still it, hey, there's still chirps now in beer league. We'll just say because <laughs> we've 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 always heard too that like Ott was one of the best. He was Otter as he was. I remember, you know, in training camp, he sat next to me, him and him and Greg, and they would talk to me. And they would just, you know, when he, I didn't, everybody's like, oh, you got to watch this kid, you know? And he'd go out for, you know, the exhibition game or whatever. And this kid, you know, 16 years old, chirping up all these guys. And I was like, this is awesome, you know? <laughs> but I've watched some of his YouTube stuff, like the clips of him going. That's him, and he is great. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, he can go. Oh yeah. You know, I talked a lot on the ice, but it, I'm I'm horrible at it. <laughs> um, fuck it, let's go. Drop your gloves for fuck's sake. I'm done talking. <laughs> enough, like enough talk. My, my biggest comeback is like that's all you got. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like I get more help from the boys in the locker room than you what you're giving me so. <laughs> did you did you ever get uh pranked uh by any of your teammates pranked what would you say pranked you um, know shaving cream in your shoes fuck anything oh yeah like that's yeah that stuff happened was daily on me I must have had a big bullseye on my face. Um, shoe check all the time, right? So, um, like, we when I played with the Spitz, those two years is probably the most fun hockey I've ever had because the we, the group we had was tight knit. We like we were tight, and we had a lot of fun, right? Uh, and you know we were pulling pranks left and right each other or whatever um you know there was i can't really think of top of my head um <laughs> you can only imagine yeah it's it was special like every team i played on it was special we had i never played on a winning great team you know um but the guys were always great yeah um it was fun going to the rink we'll just say that Man, like freaking sometimes that's the best fucking part, man, is just going there. It's not necessarily anything that happens in the game or in the room. It's just, you know, being with the guys on the ice and everything. It's always the best times. But uh, I see that you're wearing a, like, Leafs hat, so I already know what your answer is going to be. But if you had to pick, who's going to win the cup this year? Okay, but here, if you had to pick a team that wasn't the Leafs, let's say, who do you think? I know I watch a lot of hockey, and right now, I like Tampa. Mm -hmm. They're really good right now. Um, the Leafs are good, other than last night. Holy shit, that was a freaking debacle there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, I didn't know you could watch TV upside down because my TV's upside down right now. <laughs> Whatever. So, so lately, Tennessee just legalized sportsbook, right? So gambling. So I got it on my phone, and you know, I watch every game every night now. 
hammering it. <laughs> Is it you, can you bet on one game and and that's it too? Oh, I can bet on multiple games. No, no, that's what I mean. You can you can group games together, but if oh, you yeah, wanted parlays, to play everything. Game, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Who was yeah, your favorite did. coach growing up? Growing up? Well, through you through you're still growing up, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it so, all the time. Grow up, Rob. <laughs> so in minor hockey in minor hockey, I only had two. Because I left at a I had the same guy. Oh, I had three. I had the same guy for novice. First year Pee-wee and I had other guy Pee-wee and they had the same guy for the two years of Bantam. Um, and then I had, let's see, Junior C I had one. I had two in Junior B because I was in Sarn I was in Chatham and I got traded to Sarnia. So I had two there. And then I went through a revolving door of coaches in my Q and OHL career, right? So, like the Spitz, I had three. Right? Oh, I had Fern Stenlin for a half a season. Then I had uh, Tony Critelli for one season, counting the back half and the first half. And then, and then I had Perp to finish off. And then, you know, I learned if if I had to pick one. You know, I probably learned the most from um, Tony because mm -hmm. he actually gave me a chance. Um, it was funny. My first year, somebody got hurt, went from fourth line to third line playing all these minutes. He gave me the chance, mm -hmm. right? Um, the second year when I came back, he slotted me in on the third line, gave me a chance, right? Nice. Um even when I came pro, we only played with 10 forwards anyways, and that was mostly the ninth, 10 forward. And the coach here, you know, he played me a lot. Um, you know, I learned a lot from a lot of coaches because I was a fourth-line guy, and the best thing you can do is listen to your coach and don't be a drill killer, right? So it's like <laughs> I just listen, take everything in, and – when I'm called in the drill or when I'm called off the bench, just do it as I'm told, right? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. learned a lot, um, you know, but I don't really have a favorite. I just take pieces from everyone, um, you yeah. how long, know. How long did you say you were with Mark? A month. He a was month. a great coach, right? And he was funny too because – you should, he was old school, like straight up old school. And he was great. And we, I remember we used to do this freaking drill and the guys would be like, why are we doing this drill? <laughs> and he would just preach. You can make a million bucks doing this. Really? And we're like trying to think like, what are you talking about? And it, all he would do is we'd, We'd have wingers on each side just rimming the pucks around, picking it off the boards and making a pass or chipping out. And he'd just be preaching the whole time. And the funny story is, you know, my buddy here that's a hockey director, Mike Cragen played in the OHL and stuff. He played for Mark too. And I said, did you do this drill? He's like, oh, yeah, every day. <laughs> right? Didn't make a million bucks, though. <laughs> no, I didn't. But, you know, can I chip the puck off the high glass? Friggin' right I can. With right? the best of them. <laughs> 
Every time. <laughs> so oh, the last thing that I want to know is who is the like toughest guy you ever fought? Toughest. Toughest, like the guy that gave you the best go. The toughest guy I ever fought was a pro, and it was Kevin Holiday. Oh, okay, yeah. He knocked me out. Like, out-out? Yeah. Oh. We were going toe-to-toe, and then I dropped. Oh, that's scary yeah. when that happens. But the, the, the thing is that I skated off, and then in the dressing room, all the boys are like, you just fought the t- one of the toughest guys ever in minor league hockey, in minor pro. Mm-hmm. And stood up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he's probably the toughest. Mm-hmm. Um, there was other guys that, you know, I held my own with. Yeah. That were super tough guys. The toughest guys I ever fought was when I played pro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and in the U-Haul at that time, it was funny. <laughs> the funny part was is, before every game in the pros, you know, they give you a stat book and it's got stats. Like it's like a book of like 30, 40 pages and it's just stats, you know, then it'll tell you everything. Mm-hmm. So I'd go in there and the boys would flip it and they're like, Oh, Demi's on here. And I'd look and I was always in the top five for majors. I don't know how I freaking got accomplished this. But it might have been because we played the same team 20 times and I fought the same guys all the time. And I remember one time I was like number two and I would, we were playing uh, Elmira at the time and Brad Winfield, is, he's four or 500 pims, one of the toughest, you know, and he comes up to me, he goes, how am I losing to you in the major category? And looks at me because I'm I'm five I was five nine 190 pounds 195 pounds, and he chased me around the whole game. <laughs> Did you end up fighting? Be like, no, I'd be like, the guy was six four like two fifty. Oh fuck! I I was like, go see my buddy right there, right? Google, Google, take two of your shifts. <laughs> you know, or but. I fought, I always fought, they always had like two or three middleweights that I always fought, Mm -hmm. right? So, but, you know, those were the toughest guys I've ever seen. You know, Dean, so funny part is, you know, Dean, Dean's great. You know, I'm best friends with Chad. We grew up together. And so Dean, he was playing in Muskegon when I was playing in uh, Knoxville. And they come on a road trip and they come in and, you know, he gives me a call and I come out and see him and stuff. And uh, I'm like, what's up, man? You know, I grew up with Dean. And, uh, you know, we shot the shit that day and we played the next day. And he came out there, fought the heavyweight. You know, they did great. And, you know, looks at me and just gives a little wink. I'm like, okay, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> At least I don't have to fight you tonight. So, yeah. You know? Oh my god. But, you know, do you, Dean do you, was really tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, Tim, do you, do you, you think guys John haven't had him on the pod yet, have you? Not yet. Not yet. We plan yeah. on it though. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great story. Junior C all the way to the pros. You know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. 
do, do you think uh, uh, Jeff Jeff got the raw end of the stick on that uh, lifetime ban? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I yeah, I agree. Like it, it, I I didn't understand it. Like like he was explaining to us the other night that you know he guy two hands another guy crushes his face with his hockey stick, gets eight games. He goes out and hits punches one kid. And he gets a lifetime ban on it. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they were just making making an example. That's what they were right. doing. Yeah, for sure. That, that, that's where they started trying to get the fighting part out of hockey, I, I thought. You know. I'll, I'll tell you what, with with Cougs, you know, I sat in the bus with him. You know, I spent a lot of time with him. Um, you know, road trips, everything. And that guy's like the greatest guy ever, right? Yeah. He's a, Talk I call him a general giant, man. Right. For and sure. I've never heard the barn as loud as it was when he scored his first goal. <laughs> never. Yeah. And I've been in the barn since I was, you know, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Seven, eight years old. So never heard it. You know, that, that place was rocking when he scored that goal. Um, you know, that's awesome. And, Dude, he would step out onto the ice, and I was like, you would just feel the buzz. And oh, somebody it. They right. would chant his name his whole shift. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's insane. And, and it's too bad, you know, that, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Windsor, but that he got, he was where he was because at that size, you think that you would be teaching that kid how to play the game, you know, like, with, with that size, he could have done something with it, you know. Like, oh, yeah. just you're getting you're, you're you're getting two shifts a game, and all you're doing is getting a tap to go out and fuck some ruin somebody's day, yeah. you know. Like, I don't know. It's a pretty shitty deal. It is. I I always say if he's not that fucking size coming off the bench, I don't think he anybody gets a ban. I think it's. It's just because how big he is made it look bad. Oh yeah. Well, well, just before all that shit started, you got a guy that comes off the 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 bench from the other team, goes out and clotheslines the guy that's already locked up in a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. And what he? How many games did he get? And Kugel goes out there, turns the guy around, drills him, and he's a lifetime ban. Now you could have put you, you could have ruined that guy's life. You know what I mean? Like instead of like getting him the proper help that he needed or, you know what I mean? Like, and maybe he didn't need help. It was his fucking job to go out there and do that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't think so. Cause I never am. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. I'll, I'll ask Misty that one. <laughs> um, We're not bringing her into this. <laughs> Do you have uh, always, Rob? Do you have anything else for him? Because I've asked him everything that I had, man. Yeah, I got I, I got a couple more things. Um, what what what's the funniest uh, coaching experience that you've had? Like sitting in a dress room, coach comes in and fucking just starts knocking shit over, and you you got any stories like that? Yeah, so when I was in pro, it was funny. We were uh, we were in Missouri. basically St. Louis um, and we're just getting shit kicked and our coach 
you know, grabs everything, sticks, whole thing. You know, they got him in a cart, and he's trying to push this shit on the ice, throwing water bottles, whole shebang. You know, like I was like, I thought it was in a freaking movie because I was seeing this shit going on. You know, so yeah, there's stuff like that. You know, it was. You know, that's funny though. Like, so here's a great story. I listened to Coop's pod earlier today when I was at work. Yeah. And uh, so, you know how he had that one story of the, the guys breaking curfew and they traded everybody? Yeah. I can remember that clear as day because that's, I got my shot after that. I'm just going to say, right? <laughs> that's when they signed me. <laughs> Right, so it's funny because I remember coming to the rink that day, and Vern Vern was our coach. Vern Stenlin, great, he was a great coach too. And he comes in, and we go out there, you know, and he's like, "Line up, we're doing miles." And I'm just saying, I'm like, "What the hell's this?" You know, and he places us up and he's like, this is what you're going to do. Red line, blue line, red line, blue line around the net, blue line, you know. And you know that scene of Miracle when he's like, again, again. Yeah. yeah. So we do one and then he'd preach. And then we do another. And then he'd preach again, you know. And I remember on the third one, he's going through the guys and comes by me and he's like, just keep working hard, you know, we're not doing this because of you, you know? Yeah. Because I guess some boys were saying some stuff in the paper and all that shit, right? So, and we, it was like miracle, you know, he's like, again, again. <laughs> and that's when they traded everybody, right? So. <laughs> all the bad guys are already gone. And like, guys are after we were done, Vern takes off. And all the guys that got traded were like right to his office and probably told him, like, trade me right freaking now, like right now, you know? Like, tell me, I say bullshit, you know? So it's like, so when I was watching Miracle, you you know, years later, I'm just like, oh, fuck, it just pops in the head, right? I can remember. That was like, those are old school, you know, moments. Um, but I remember it clear as day because the next lineup, I was in it. So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got one more for you. Uh, oh, so if you were to if you were to leave us with uh, your favorite story about playing hockey, what would it be? Favorite story? Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot Something too. Fucked up. <laughs> I don't have any like fucked up ones but um favorite story that you like telling around the campfire trying to think okay i got one uh oh so you know when i came to knoxville it was like oh we're going to have a good team whatever and we had some solid players right 
and we just kept losing, and then we lose some guys or whatever. So around, I think it was around March break, and this is like, you know, towards the end of the season, like it was like slap shot when I freaking played Knoxville that year. Our coach was, you know, our coach was really good. Vandia loved him, you know, but he got canned halfway through. They never replaced him. The owner was driving the buses to the freaking games, you know. I remember we always go to this bar on Monday nights and the owner would be like, hey, you better hope this football team wins because the payroll's on it, you know. <laughs> like, felt like I was in slap shot. So, it was funny. We, we were in – we had a home stretch and – they took the ice out for 10 days. And we usually go down the street to this other rink that was, it was a figure skating rink. It's very small. And we go practice there. Well, he didn't buy that that week, right? So the guys decide, hey, we got, we got the week off, 10 days. Let's go to Panama City. Oh, boy. So we all freaking 10 guys go to Panama City. So we come back, morning skate, and we're all skating out there. And uh, we're playing Rockford, and uh, Scroy was on that team. I know Scroy real well. And he come up to me because they would have their morning skate right after us. And he'd look at – he's like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you guys all fucking tanned? Like, what have you been doing all week? Oh, we just got back from Panama City. Spring break, buddy. Like – can't write this shit <laughs> right and then we go on and play the game have a 10-week break mm-hmm. and i'm just like like i'm playing pro hockey and this is what it's like <laughs> you know we yeah, know i'm running running the bank every friday hoping my check freaking pack cashes you know so you know the back end of that season was just a shit show you know you wouldn't imagine mm-hmm. but you know that's the experience I, I had. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I don't, I don't know if it's the best, but it is a pretty good story. We actually, it's a good story. Have, yeah. uh, Mike coming on with us next week to interview with us next week. Mike Scroy. Yeah, Scroy Scroy's a great guy. Well, he's he's uh, they were saying he's an animal, and I like looked up all his stuff, and this guy has fought everybody. Oh yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Like everybody, so I can't wait to interview him. So, so he, uh, so my, when I was in Toledo trying out, and he was with the Wings trying out, and uh, you know he can't. It was funny, like that story Coog tells that he fought Scroy, right? Well, I was on the bench sitting right next to Scroy. I was on his team for that tryout. And I remember he's like, who do I fight? You know, I was like, well, I think you're only here to fight that guy. So I think that's who you got to fight, right? (laughs) They fought three times in a row. Like, you know, like they would go out, they would fight. And then you come back, they go fight again. And then again, (laughs) you know, that's the way it was. And it was like, okay, but. You know, when I was in Toledo, he got sent down from the wings. And he comes in, you know, and I was like, 
I guess I'm done. <laughs> you know, I was having a great camp, but in the East Coast, you know, when they start sending guys down, you're at the bottom of the table. You could be better than the guy that has the contract, but guess who's staying? The contract, right? So, um, but I've known Stroy for a lot of years, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's a great, great guy. Yeah, I can't can't wait to interview him. But hey, man, I gotta say, thank you so much, dude, for uh, for like shooting the shit with us here. It's been awesome, man. It's perfect. It was it was my pleasure, boys. Glad you're living the dream, doing this, and uh, it's a lot of fun yeah. hearing your guys' stories and uh, living vicariously through you without getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where are you guys at? Are you in Essex, Harrow, or where yeah, you guys Essex. live? Essex. Essex? Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. we're only like 10 houses away from each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, so, do you, so do you guys still play hockey and stuff or no? Oh, yeah. I don't anymore. I do. Bad yeah. ankles. Where do you play? Got it. I just play freaking uh, the old freaking – out in like Harrow there Sunday afternoons with all the old boys. Oh, I'm so a- you play with Chad and all them, right? And, yeah, I'm and, out there with all those guys. I'm there, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out there for so, the beat, man. So my dad plays in the commissioner. He used to play in the commissioner's league the, oh, right God. before you guys. Yeah, those guys are a bunch of fucking yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> I would play. It was funny. So I would every I would come home at Christmas time for three weeks. And my dad, I would go play in that league with my dad they have me as a sub every year just so when i come home i can play yeah but i also have your dad oh yeah and uh you don't play uh sailors with paint and all them uh i usually play against them once i i usually throw a fucking squad like once a month and we always play against them yeah i won that championship and retired (laughs) which one out in Harrow. Which one? Which one? The Sunday, Sunday night, night league. Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Sunday night. Sunday night. With yeah. paint and fire and all those guys. That's Sunday night. So Jeff, Jeff Cantlon and and Ricky Keller and all those guys. Yeah, I know all those guys. Tommy Gold. Yeah, I, uh, so I play in the Roscoe every year when they have it. There too, yeah. So, so yeah, I usually put a team together with all the Aberg boys. Which, Chad and Foxy Hewitt and all those guys. Mm-hmm. We put a team together. Um, yeah, so we know all the same people. Uh, I was in the one uh, a few years back. I had fucking threw in a bunch of us guys from the team. I was like, we're old guys and drunks, and we're old, old drunk guys. I'm like, but we just went. And we got. I, don't, I think we scored maybe two goals the whole fucking tournament. But we had a great time. We drank a shitload of beer, so I was okay. I oh guess. yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, isn't that the great. tournament, Ant? That you said when you walked in there, you were was fighting somebody on the ice. No, that was when when I when I was playing in the Amherstburg tournament. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, you were was just. I think he was like, I don't know. It was a while ago. It was a long time. I don't think he does any of that shit now. He might. Yeah. I don't know, but he was. I yeah, played he, in that one too. That's the that's the fireman's. Yeah. Yeah, I played in that one one year, man. We had three fights in the first period. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, guys? Like, everybody knows each other. We're all out here for a fucking shirt. <laughs> like, come on, boys. 
Um, so the funny thing is, is so I played in that for two years. I took a while off and then like Foxy and Wes and all them were like, yeah. hey, why don't you come and play on our team? You know, I was like, sure. So I went and played one year and I was like, I was, I think I was, I was late thirties, you know, 36, 37. And, and the guys were just buzzing. I'm like, what the hell am I out here for? Right. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, put me with the two fastest guys and I'm just going to go to the net and, you know, I'm going to shoot. Cause I got, you know, I like to shoot. So, of course. you know, so little I know I'm sniping a goal a game and I'm like, what the fuck? These kids are just junior C kids. And I'm like, guys trying to, you know, cross check me and stuff. And I'm just like, Bro. dude, I don't want to send you to the hospital this weekend. <laughs> like, I'm just here to have beers. Yeah. You want to finish this tournament? Don't do that again. Like, they got full cages on and stuff. And I got nothing, you know, just at home. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you don't even want to, like, I had kids saying, oh, yo, here trying to get a contract. I'm like, been there, done that, buddy. Like, you know, it is what it is, right? I'm how's like, your house league career going? Yeah, how's it working? Fucking you know? chirpy. Be like, bud, I've played fucking everywhere. What the fuck have you done? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know? I, I never chirped anybody because I was usually a healthy scratch in fucking house league. <laughs> Rob. So Rob, what's your bet? What's your favorite beer at J J uh, GL? The blonde, crushing blondes. I love crushing blondes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I hit that place up every time I come home. I love that place. What's yours? I love the common mutt mostly, mm-hmm. but I yep. also like the amber, the the rye rye age or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, next but, time you're actually here, we'll have to maybe go there and we'll have a couple there. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll crush a so, couple, maybe some golf. So, uh, my fabulous wife helped you guys out, but he, she saw your your message that you're looking for Kevin Westgars. Yes. So she messaged him. Oh, you. she knows him. She went to high school with him. I know Kevin pretty well too. So, so she messaged him for you. So, oh, tell her she's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if he's seen it yet, but I know she, she just told me that she messaged it for you. That's amazing. Tell her thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I, I used to do hockey schools with Kev's only like four years younger than me, five years younger than me. So he's about the same age as me. Yeah, and uh, he was just starting his junior B career when I was starting my pro career. Oh, okay. so yeah, so we d- we used to do a bunch of hockey stools together. I went to grade school with his older brother that played. In, you should have his older brother too. He played in the American League and stuff too. Yeah, um, yeah. we'll we'll take him for sure. Damn straight. And that, so that she, that's the awesome thing about all all you guys that come on. You everybody seems to be helping us out with another player and another player, you know, like it's just fantastic. And Jeff, Jeff hooking us up with you. Like, Oh, what Jeff a gave us fucking, I don't even know how many contacts, man. It was insane. Yeah. We're, we're all, you know, we all keep, you know, close tabs, you know, through Facebook or whatnot. And, you know, we're always shooting the shit and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah do, you, do you still keep in touch with uh, Matt Cook? No. 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 He, um, I was only with him for a short period of time. You know, from that group, you know, not him. Um, I'm trying to think. Other than that, but I might be able, you know, um, when I played in the queue, I play with a bunch of guys that play in the show too. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Anybody wants to chat, let's, we're down. We are down. <laughs> and seriously. Well, we love getting, our big thing is getting the hometown guys, you know, like, because there's yep. so many good hockey players that come out of this area that we just love hearing the stories about, you know what I mean? Coming from a small uh, town like Essex or Amherstburg, Harrow, you know, Windsor is not that big of a city, but it's pretty awesome how many uh, how many great hockey players have come through. Oh, it's insane! But still, do you know it? I had a ble- like when I was when I was uh, when I got to the OHL and stuff, and we do our you know summer skates. Mm-hmm. Those are great skates because oh, there was the talent was there, like Smitty, you know, Bugner. Reichel, they were all skating, you know, even Adam Graves, you know, you know, he married, he married somebody from Windsor, you know, so, you know, those guys were out there and we had so much fun and it was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I live life, right? So it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, even Ty Domi from Brown River too, right? There's, yeah. there's so many good hockey players that come from this area, so. The list it's of, pretty awesome having all you guys on here. It's great. And telling stories. Whatever we can do to help, man. I'll yeah, see awesome. if I can do it. Yeah, honestly, awesome. man, it's, been, it's been awesome. Thank you so much once again. And tell your wife, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, don't thank me yet. If she if it pans out for you, then you can thank yeah, her. We'll buy you the beers at GL Heritage. Done. But <laughs> Even her just reaching out to him is huge for us. So let yeah. her know. Thank you for sure. No problem, buddy. All right, buddy. I want to, uh, you know, wish you all the best on your hockey school and uh, all that. Oh, yeah. My coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Or, sorry, you're, you're coaching. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, so um, our program here is not very big. It's about 300 kids. And, uh, you know, it's a great little program. We got great kids and. You know, it's funny. We got a lot of guys, like pro guys, ex-pro guys that live in Knoxville now. And, you know, we try to make it work. And, you know, that's what we do. This game's given me so much. So trying to just give back, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's great. And thanks, guys. Really appreciate you having me on. And, you know, hopefully I was a good interview. Hopefully (laughs) things up that much. But, you know. You're all good, bro. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. You too. But thanks a lot, guys, and I'll keep listening for sure. All right, buddy. Awesome. Sure. Thanks so much, buddy. Talk to you. And there he is, folks, Mr. Timmy Sinisak. What a fucking beaut that guy is. I remember going to games on Thursday nights and watching him, and every time he was out on the ice, man, he had you on the edge of your seat. So. Tim's an absolute beaut. And like I said, he, he would fight, man. The helmet would fly off. He would have the curliest, biggest fro. It was awesome, man. He was one of the beauts. Loved watching him play. He was one of my favorites. What did you think of him, Rob? 
Oh, he's a great guy. Like, uh, you know, like you think, you think that all these scrappers are just going to be meatheads, you know, yeah. like, and, and they're, they're some of the nicest guys, like total buttes. Like I, I, I love, I love the interview. I had so much fun, you know, like just all in all great guy. In case you guys didn't notice too, we're in a, so when we first started the show, we were in kind of a, we were in a little bit of a goalie phase. Now we're kind of working our way through some of the tough guys, right? So maybe next we'll get the snipers. Is he, is he related to soccer at all? I'm not sure. I don't think so, but we can definitely ask on that. So we'll definitely check that out. So thank you once again to Mr. Timmy Sinisak. So thanks again. Yes. Thank you, Tim. Um, you had a note on Pierre Luke. Okay, so did you see his game he came back from? Like so so he had to sit out the 14 days for COVID. And then he comes back, plays one game, gets hurt, mm-hmm. sits out another few games, then he comes back and uh just scores a fucking Connor McDavid. And that was his he, first as a jet. Right. But did you see it? Like it you got to watch it where remember when Connor took uh, Morgan Riley to school yeah. and he looking off, looking off, looking off, and then goes around him. Mm-hmm. Exact same goal. Wow. You don't think these guys watch each other, man. Oh, it's crazy. Dude. Man. It's this kid's crazy. got skill. I know it's crazy, man. And I just hope, I just hope his, it works out for him there, you know, like he, he got what he wanted. And now let's see what you got. No, I think he'll be fine. He's a pro dude. He's a pro. He'll be fine. Um, roller bags. Okay. So here's my thing with roller bags. I've been to the arena. You've been to the arena. And, you know, like you, you see, you see the kids uh, carrying their roller bags, or you see the parents carrying the kids' bags. Mm-hmm. I am an old school guy. I've never had a roller bag. So throw the bag over the shoulder, carry the hockey stick. You know, and you're always flicking shit around when you got the stick in your hand. You know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just is what it is. What are your thoughts on roller bags compared to carry bags? Okay, well. Where were we? Okay, so roller bags. So I'll be honest with you, Rob. Okay, I'm going to fuck it. This is, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. My bag has wheels. Okay. Shocker. <laughs> Let's do guys. this. Do it on air. Do it. Do it. Roll it. Roll it. Okay. I'm doing it on air. Okay. So listen. I know you want to hear about it. Just roll my it. bag has, but I only use it. Like I only use the wheels seriously half the time. So I'm also captain of a squad. So I have to carry in water bottles, my sticks, my bag, and half the time a cooler. So sometimes usually one of those, a lot of the times though, I do bag over the shoulder water bottles in my fucking two fucking twigs in one hand and i'm pulling the cooler with the other hand is how i usually do it but that's how it normally goes but if i'm just going into the rink just my bag sticks and stuff it's not on the wheels i usually carry it i usually carry it i'm not gonna lie but sometimes i have used the wheels yes okay call me a pussy whatever whatever you want but uh, you said, <laughs> one, you said one, to call you one 
one punch Sally fucking, but, uh, but yeah, so guilty as charged. Mine does have wheels on it. So Rob, fuck off on the wheel. Yeah. Well, I'll wait, mom, buy it for you. <laughs> Ma, no. Ma buy it for you? Actually, Ma did buy it for me. Tom and Marty Shocker. bought it. For me. <laughs> Shocker. Tom and Marty bought it for me. Yes, they uh-huh. did. All right. We could always bring Steph and have her carry it for you. Well, that'd be great. But <laughs> Steph, she don't want to go to my games. No. I'm, I'm no. a complete bum. Steph doesn't want to. I'm a fucking pigeon, bro. We're armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> she don't want to go watch me play. But we are a couple of fucking buttes, though. So we'll leave it at that. Kevin Bieksa. Did you see his jacket? <laughs> oh, man. He had the – so he didn't have the actual old-school baby blue Hockey Night in Canada jacket. He mm-hmm. was wearing a blue blazer, and he, you know, put the logo, the Hockey Night in Canada logo on it, and the guys were just ripping him. Because yeah, you that. know, you know, this guy's a total puke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the blondes are killing yeah, me they are they are they sneak up on me they rub my belly and make me burp <laughs> so uh these guys were giving him the gears about having the logo on it and, and he's like listen it just makes me smarter <laughs> and i kind of like this thing that they're doing on hockey night in canada yeah i miss don cherry but it's a lot there's a lot of locker talk you know yeah. what i mean like they're ribbing on each other they're oh, yeah. it's fun like when you listen these guys harp on each other all the time well, you got to figure too a lot of them are former fucking players kevin yes like, kevin bxa kevin weeks right um who else is on there nowadays it's oh, who else is, uh is colby armstrong still there no uh glenn glenn healy oh, yeah oh yeah glenn healy's on there and he's Kelly great Rudy. because he's got so many stories. He's played with some of the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. He's played with, he played with Gretzky for what? Almost 10 years. Yeah. You know, in LA, like mm-hmm. that's just amazing. Like I couldn't imagine the stories. Like it would be awesome if we could get him on. We'll go back to the goalie freaking, you know, uh, recalls again. Mm-hmm. So there's only one way to, one way to find out. Yeah. Right? We shoot him a message. I'll be honest with you. Okay. So with this show, everybody always asks like, how in the fuck are you guys landing these guests? We have some more big guests coming up. Monstrous guests. We're not going to say right now, but we have some monstrous guests coming up. And honestly, guys, when we like interview, it usually leads to three more is how, 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 how this usually works. So, but we're usually, I think who said it, was it Darren who, who said it, but he said, you'd be shocked that we're only three guys away from each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're only within, no, he said within three people of knowing each other. It's the Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, man. It's, but you're three people away from knowing Kevin Bacon. Yeah. (laughs) And those three people and those three people and those three people. And and there we are. But that being said, like, you'd be surprised what they do if you just ask them like you know they want to give back every single one of them has said i want to give back (laughs) and And we're this you know armchair quarterback podcast yeah and we love doing what we do and love giving back to the fans uh not our fans but them their fans you know what i mean like 
they're fans, everybody's fans of whoever we bring on. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We, in the meantime, we get to talk to these guys. We get to ask the questions that everybody wants to know. And if, and, and listen to this, people that listen to our podcast, if you want to think you have a question that you might want, think would need to be answered by one of these NHLers, send us a text, put it, put it on the website. You know, like we, we've got no chirps from anybody. We've got no, uh, you know, questions. Hey, how about you ask them this? You know, like, what do, do they like cake or pie? Mm-hmm. Everybody like <laughs> hey, pie. If you want to do that, should I tell them who I was shooting the shit with last night? That'll nope. be, I don't know. No, nope. leave you, it. Okay. They can put it on there. It doesn't, okay, no, but I'm just saying because they want to know. Usually we don't say that we have a guest on until we've done the interview. So you know what I right. mean? So they wouldn't be able to ask the question. That's why I was saying, should we, you can them? still ask the question. Hey, if you guys get on this guy, you know, so could so. you ask him this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's, it's easy peasy because a lot of times it, things could go bad. The, the audio might not go. And mm-hmm. now we're getting harped on, Oh, you, you know, like, well, Hey, Hey, no, 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 no. It's on Drew. This is on Drew. <laughs> love you, Drew. Just, I love you, Drew. All, all the signs we just shove it over to Drew. Hey, love you, Drew. Give him a flex too, Rob. Hey, and the hockey flex. net. Yeah, and a flex. Give him a flex. And there a flex. you go. Oh, okay, I'm working out again. See the barbed wire? It really hurt when it got to here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's why he just cut her off? Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. He's like, for 50 bucks more, I can wrap it around. I'm like, for 50 bucks more, I can go get a case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, like I said, you would be surprised what these guys would do if you if if you just asked them. And we are in the end, we are promoting the game in the end. So and guys love that. And it doesn't matter which level you play on from the beer leagues all the way up, all the way up for these guys in the show. So Big shout out to everybody who's come on the show, future guests who are going to come on the show. So thank you. Um, that being said, do you have anything else that you would like to talk about? Because I'm tapped out, brother. What do you think? I, I need to do, uh, yep, nope, uh, do blah, yep, <laughs> I think that's it. Ah, boom. Bam. There it is. All right, everybody. Until next week, just so you know, we got an, another total butte lined up next week. Not going to say who it is because, you know, got to keep them coming back. So until next week, it's going to be Ant and Rob. We're signing off. See ya. Wait, one more thing. Oh, P.S. Oh, yeah, P.S. <laughs> so if you want to see our handsome mugs, check <laughs> out our YouTube page. And, uh, you know, like you could see how great this duster is going, <laughs> beard filling in nicely, my little blonde highlights. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Check us also, out. Also coming up too, we're going to do a little contest for the YouTube page to get the YouTube page. So this off. is a PSS. Yes. So PSS. Yeah. You just contest coming. Yes contest coming up for the youtube page so keep an eye on that that's going to be soon as well so now until next week aunt rob signing off we're out of here see ya peace love y'all yeah i can get behind it